0: Welcome back, dear listeners, to the Real Japan Podcast. The podcast bringing you all the latest news and headlines from Japan. I am one of the hosts, Kenzo. And I am Ferg. And this week we will have another fun-filled episode for you with uh, some guy with a crossbow.
1: Crossbow killer.
0: Yeah, he's uh, wreaking havoc. Yes, it's, uh, it's actually a rather sad story And it is. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, and uh, I'll just have a, a brief blurb on some sales tax and other lifestyle changes that are coming up uh, at the beginning of July So stay tuned for that uh, But first, uh, we'll see how things have been in the mountains for the
1: past week Yes, sir. Not too exciting, but I did get a new washing machine. Whoa. Yes, sir. Quite a surprisingly large purchase. I got my cash out. I was ready and prepared to pay, you know, I was thinking between 30 and 40,000 yen, like 300, Mm -hmm, 400 bucks. That sounds about right, I would think. Well, it ended up costing me 70,000 yen.
0: What? Wow. What
1: do you think of that? I got this. Uh,
0: Hitachi, does, does, it, hmm? does it have a dryer built in
1: as well? Or? Sort of. It's one of those ineffective dryers. Oh. It's a Hitachi beat washer.
0: A what washer?
1: A beat washer. It's the party washer machine. <laughs>
0: Does that like a turntable or something?
1: <laughs> yes, sir. There's a party in the laundry room. Wow. About once a week. No, it was quite expensive. And this was an old model. So if I had got a new model, it would have cost mm-hmm. about 100,000 yen, about 1,000 bucks. Wow. My old one, which I actually got for free in Tokyo secondhand. So mm-hmm. who knows how long it had been used for. Just finally sort of gave up wasn't doing effect i mean it was still sort of usable but it wasn't effectively cleaning clothes so i oh, went okay, to okay good old yamada Denki, and i bit the bullet i made a purchase i figured it's a washing machine it will last for a long time i won't be buying another one soon so
0: yeah, i hope so for that much
1: yes uh, sir well I did want to get a new one as well not a recycle shop one not a second hand one because mm -hmm. I figure like a washing machine has a lot of moving parts so
0: yeah it does it does
1: yeah I have I do go to recycle shops fairly often if I need to pick something up but on this occasion I decided just to get just to go premium get a new new washing machine
0: yeah you got the the mad beats
1: yeah yes sir and they took my old one away as well when they came to deliver it, so that was
0: Oh, good. that's good, so you don't have to worry about throwing it away.
1: Yes, sir, or just leaving it in the yard.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, like a, <laughs> like an upstanding <laughs> citizen.
1: Yes, sir, with all the old mattresses and stuff.
0: Yeah, 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 and uh, <laughs> rusted out cars.
1: Yes, sir, yes, sir. How about you? How was your week?
0: Uh, this past week I went to Okinawa once and And yeah, let me say, uh, certainly, there are yep. a lot more uh vacationers types on the plane now. Wow, than there were about a month ago when I made my first trip. Um, yeah, a lot more people carrying um like suitcases
1: and a couple of families here and there. It seems we are truly moving into a post-corona mindset here in Japan even if yeah, cases certainly. are still rising
0: mhm yeah because they they lifted the the travel was like anti travel advisory i guess that was previously in effect they lifted that about a week ago right i think yep yeah so people are uh slowly starting to come out and the and, and maybe especially now because uh the the rainy season has begun around here Oh, I
1: see. But uh, and it's, it's, n- it's nice and sunny in Okinawa. Yes, uh, go down to Okinawa, get some goya chambaru or whatever they eat down there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah.
0: All the local <laughs> cuisine.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, spend some and, time on the uh, beach. That doesn't sound too bad at all to me. Yeah, and
0: uh, I went out for, for dinner, you know, the, the night that I was there. And uh, yep. there were definitely a lot more just people out like, mm. out in in mm. general you know in, and was uh, everyone wearing masks um like not uh, well for obvious mm-hmm. reasons you know if you're eating and drinking you're not going to be wearing masks but yeah um, yeah but yeah i mean i think even uh as if, if you're not eating or drinking people are wearing masks yeah so yeah I think you're pretty good yeah. about that yeah yeah Um, but yeah good i went stuff. to like a like an izakaya you know and uh, it was yep. it was it was pretty packed i must say was it yeah yeah it was um it was almost it almost felt like the the pre-corona days
1: wow and were yeah. you on the tequila or were you on the local Aomori or some some other beverage uh, I was I was on the Awamori. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Good, yeah, I'm I am a pretty big fan. But yeah, I don't know a lot a lot of people don't like it cuz it has a
1: very uh, distinct uh scent, I guess. Yeah. And how yeah. do you what's your preferred way to drink it? What you told um, me before about Sampincha, was it? Was that with yeah, Awamori? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's um uh, it's basically jasmine tea, right? Like a, yeah. a slight Okinawan. Varia- I don't even know what's a variation, it might be the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. But uh but yeah, it's it's basically jasmine tea. And if you uh mix that with awamori, hmm. it um I don't know, it almost like the two scents, I guess. The scent because yeah. jasmine tea is pretty um pretty scentful yep. uh tea. And then it it kind of has a way of almost canceling out the the pungent uh. smell of the awamori
1: they're complimentary
0: yeah yeah it's, it's it's weird but uh but it works and yeah yeah either i'll do that or if i'm if it's a type of aomori oh, i haven't had before i'll uh, yeah first i'll try it on the rocks you know just to
1: yeah just to get the, f- yeah. the full
0: effect and uh the
1: true aficionado's way of drinking
0: yeah yeah or at least i'd like to think so <laughs> But um, but yeah, so yeah, went there, came back, and um, that's pretty much been the highlight of my week. Good stuff. Yeah.
1: All right, shall we move on to our coronavirus roundup? Yeah, let's do it. So, as of June 24th, there were 18,192 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Japan, with 969 deaths. Much lower, generally. A much lower rate of infection than other countries, it seems. Mm-hmm. Still no cases in Iwate Prefecture, so they're doing okay up there. Hey, keeping it real out there, man. Yes, sir. But we can't relax just yet. There were 55 new confirmed cases in Tokyo on Wednesday 24th, or in, in the day, the 24 hours, uh leading up to Wednesday the 24th this is yeah, the- it, it definitely um
0: hmm. uh just, just sorry to interrupt but uh it, it yep. definitely seems to be coming back up mm uh, like slightly you know cuz uh, yes. cuz for a while it was in like the single digits yes you know for for a week or two and then it's kind of slowly creeping up again and now we find ourselves at around 50
1: yes yeah. it is certainly worrying that now that the state of emergency has been lifted and life is slowly back to returning back to normal, we are seeing a slow rise in the number of cases. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is the highest since the state of emergency was lifted on right, yeah, yeah. May 25th. And we may actually have crossed the threshold for reimposing economic restrictions in Tokyo. However, the mayor, Yuriko Koike, said in a press conference, I'm not 100% sure what this means, but apparently... (laughs) What does it mean? The quote in the article said, the medical system is now significantly different from March and April. I assume she's... Like in in a good
0: way or in a bad way?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I assume she's referring to testing.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Nine of these cases, the cases discovered on Wednesday the 24th, did come from a single office. And this office previously had seven cases of coronavirus, so it seems like a bit of an outbreak there. Mm -hmm. And taking this in mind, Koike talked about workplace safety and reminded people that offices can be the source of clusters too. The Japanese method of testing coronavirus has been often to focus on these so-called clusters, where it's quite concentrated testing in particular locations where they know an outbreak has occurred. So right, right. we could just reminding people that officers can be the source of those clusters too.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And in another example of the sort of shambling Japanese government, they launched a coronavirus contact tracing contact tracing smartphone app on friday the 18th
0: oh yeah um, that whole fiasco
1: <laughs> shenanigan eh? yeah. however bugs meant this app had to be shut down the government is hoping to relaunch it They haven't done so yet as far as i'm aware as we record on thursday yeah i don't think well i think you can still mm.
0: technically you can download it but it, it doesn't do anything i think
1: yeah yes yes yeah. The issue here was basically people who have been who have tested positive for coronavirus in Japan receive a kind of processing number, and the idea was that you enter that into the app and then the app will alert you if you have been within one meter of someone who tested positive for coronavirus for fifteen minutes or more you'll get an alert from the app mm-hmm mm. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the issue here was that basically the app would just accept fake processing numbers. Apparently, it didn't really cause any real harm because these fake processing numbers would not register as positive within the app. But Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, still the government decided to shut down the app temporarily. Would Will you be using that app when it's relaunched? Uh, I I downloaded it. Oh, um... did you? Yeah, I mean, I figure it
0: can't because it doesn't. Mm. I don't really think there's too much of a privacy concern. It doesn't. It doesn't send any um uh, like personal information, you know. Yes. Um, and and it doesn't use GPS either. It just uses uh, Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Yes. Yeah. So it's, they can't really do anything uh, nefarious, even if mm. the data leaked out, because there's really no data yes. to leak. So yes. I figured, yeah, why not? It can't hurt. But, yes. Um,
1: and the data will be deleted automatically from the app with, after 14 days. Right, yeah, yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, I highly encourage uh, anyone living here to go get the yeah. app. Yes, sir. Because, uh, what, because what do they say? Like, unless like mm. a significant number of uh, people actually use it, it won't really yeah. be effective. Yes,
1: yes, exactly, yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: And uh, unfortunately, Japan is... Um, one of the those countries where like a lot of people have mobile phones but yeah the percentage of people with smartphones is i think it's rather low yes compared to other countries a lot of people still use flip phones
1: yes garake as they call them here in japan yeah, especially yeah.
0: older people right yeah because um for older people it's hard to to change over from a flip phone to uh to a smartphone so, yes um, so it makes it even more imperative that those of us who do have smartphones uh, use it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, Yeah, so I, I take it you haven't downloaded it?
1: I haven't, no. I mean, I'm barely within one meter of anyone these days. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> let alone for 15 minutes or more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so according to an Asahi Shimbun poll, of respondents oppose Abe serving a fourth term as leader of the LDP. Now, Asahi Shimbun is noted for its sort of more Mm -hmm, mm left-leaning, slightly anti-government stance. Still mainstream, part of the establishment certainly, but does tend to take a slightly anti-government stance, so we need to remember that. But it does appear that approval ratings for Abe have fallen. Uh, even among LDP supporters or people who identified as LDP supporters, LDP being Abe's party, mm-hmm. only thirty-six percent favored a fourth term for Abe. And just to well, isn't remind, isn't his? Um, mm. I, I'm I'm not too
0: familiar with uh, yep. the nuts and bolts, but um, mm.
1: isn't his term, so to speak, mm. up
0: soon anyway?
1: Yes so his, he's currently in his third term as leader of the LDP and that will mm. expire in September 2021. However, there has been sort of reports that there are discussions within the LDP about changing the rules of the party to enable him to serve a fourth term. He is currently the longest serving Japanese prime minister ever, I believe, so that he would, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would sort of pave the way for him to serve for even longer.
0: So he's basically the the mm. Vladimir Putin of Japan.
1: <laughs> it does. It seems. It seems right, because uh, because the rules say his term expires, so now it's time to change the rules. Uh, yes, yeah. sir. Really quick aside, totally not related to Japan, but I'm listening to this audiobook at the moment on Putin. And mm-hmm. Russia. Um, and it's very interesting. It's about the KGB or all the former KGB people's influence in Russian government and sort of crony capitalism. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so back to Japan. It seems that 51%, according to this poll of respondents, thought the government's handling of the coronavirus situation has been poor despite the seemingly low infection rate. And 81% of respondents thought that the Abeno masks, the masks sent out by the Japanese government to all households, are useless. Yeah, those the, the mask thing, that that was just
0: dumb in my opinion. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, um, like because it, it, it was a pretty blatant just like PR stunt. Yes, sir. Uh, just
1: yeah. speaking anecdotally about friends or what i've heard from friends it seems that people are almost even a little bit reluctant to wear the masks they were sent by the government because they look sort of cheap these cotton masks they look like the kind of masks like an elementary school student would wear <laughs> yeah yeah i agree um i haven't actually seen anyone wearing wearing them out and about people just tend to wear the normal sort of disposable ones yeah the disposable in ones in pharmacies yeah. mm. And in our final item in the coronavirus roundup, slightly lighter item, a, how would you describe this, a uh, soap land uh, place, a sefuzokuteng.
0: So it's a, a brothel, basically.
1: A brothel, exactly, called Hoshino Oji-sama, the, the star prince, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it was that was a that was a book, wasn't it? The Petit Prince, I think. It's a French
1: oh, children's is that book. The name of it in Japanese. I think that's the name of it in Japanese. Yeah. Oh well, this name has L- been The little prince. Yeah. This name has been used for a slightly less salubrious purpose here in the name yeah, of this so, brothel yeah. in Hirakata City, Osaka Prefecture. They got in trouble yesterday on the twenty fourth when the police arrested the owner, Yasufumi Kumai, and an employee of this store, Junji Hamada, because they had been falsely advertising that all employees had been tested and were found negative for coronavirus prior to reopening on the 16th of May. They put a sign outside, and on their website as well, I believe, It said, "We. this is my rough translation, we were temporarily closed in view of the situation with the coronavirus, but while closed, we thoroughly disinfected the premises and tested the staff for virus, as a result of which all employees tested negative for the virus, and therefore we have confirmed that it is safe to reopen. And the police found that, in fact, no employees had been tested for coronavirus. Not even one not even one apparently 60 people visited on the day it reopened and according to the police's questioning some people did so because they saw this notice and they thought it would be safe to visit and have a little fun after restraining themselves for so long
0: (laughs) restraining themselves time to go to the brothel
1: (laughs) yes sir restrictions have been lifted it's party
0: on wow good times at the The brothel. Well, bad times, I guess, if you went there. Uh, That's false advertising.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, just beware any uh, visitors to Japan or residents thinking of visiting such an establishment that they might not be 100% true in their claims. Yes, uh, buyer beware. (laughs) Yes, sir. All right, I think that about concludes the coronavirus roundup for today all right well
0: um i guess we can move on to um i I don't really have a an article Mm. uh so to speak but i do have just a bit of uh newsworthy uh topic for people either living here or um thinking of visiting although i guess there won't be too many of those right now with the way things are but Mm. um in uh in Japan up until so so the sales tax first as a bit of background was raised from eight percent to ten percent uh last october yep and as a part of a way to well first of all to to lessen the burden of the higher sales tax and also to encourage people to use electronic forms of payment so whether that's you know apple pay or, or credit cards or or what have you um the government instituted a policy where if you use some type of electronic payment and the shop at which you are shopping has registered with uh, the government for this program uh, you would receive five percent cash back uh, if wow. you used an electronic uh, form of payment yep and this program expires at the end of June, so in about a in about a week mm. it will be no more, so you will not get cash back any longer
1: so any big purchases you're thinking of making?
0: I don't know like I want a new t v but you know I think everyone always wants a new t v
1: so i I probably won't get one but if I had been more on the ball, I could have used it for my new washing machine. Oh, yeah. Did you pay cash? Yeah.
0: Oh, nuts.
1: I know. Yeah. I'm kicking myself now.
0: Yeah. Um, an interesting statistic, too. Mm-hmm. I think it just came out, uh, I think, yesterday? Yeah. Uh, or the day before. Uh, the proportion of purchases made with mm-hmm. electronic payment because mm. Japan is a pretty notorious society for being very cash, yes, uh, intensive. I guess would be the the way to phrase it. But yes, uh, according to these statistics, f- for the past year, or or maybe I think it was year on year. So one year ago, ar- mm. around this time, mm. I think twenty four percent of all purchases were made mm. with electronic payment.
1: Okay, yep,
0: so about three quarters are of all transactions still use cash, yep, and this year mm. and this is a kind of the funny part, but so so the government's pushing hard with their rebate mm. program and trying mm. to get everyone to switch over to using uh credit cards and that sort of thing, yep, and so last year was twenty four and this year after their Big push is twenty six. So they achieved a
1: two percent increase.
0: Yeah, yeah, two percent increase in electronic payments. Wow. Which uh, th- they were patting themselves on the back because it went up. But I was just thinking <laughs> to myself, <laughs> like, if really, I don't think there was much of a change there. Yeah. Yes. I and mean, despite, especially after all the trouble they've gone through to encourage yes. people to do it.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was. It
0: was pretty sad.
1: I think the real change needs to come from the banks. They need to encourage more of their customers to use mm-hmm, mm-hmm. debit and credit cards. Yeah, and there's,
0: uh, and also I think a lot of the problems is, I mean, even even now, mm. um, it's not uncommon to to go to like a restaurant and it'll be cash only
1: oh yes yes like it's super
0: yes. common so it, it at, so as a consumer it just makes me like oh. kind of wary of only of relying solely on like my credit card to just for daily oh yes, life. certainly
1: and even in stores where you can pay by card you know convenience stores for example um almost all of them now have the ability to pay by card but i feel very uneasy even if i'm say for example paying bills in a convenience store so so, you know it's not a super small amount of money Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's just you always get the sense you're holding things up a bit doing things the awkward way if you pay by card yeah yeah because
0: oftentimes the the person at the register won't be as familiar with uh with like a credit card so it might take longer
1: yeah 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 um it certainly is very different from the UK, where it seems like—I haven't looked at the statistics, of course—but I'm sure more than half of all transactions these days must be done with cards, surely.
0: Yeah, yeah, in the, in the US as well, I'm—I'm I'm pretty mm. sure it's—it's it's similar. Yeah, like it almost feels awkward to you, like you almost feel like a scumbag using cash. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like, oh, you, you don't even have a credit card, you know? Like, it's kind of, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of the way—it's kind of the way it feels.
1: Yeah, yeah, certainly, especially for large purchases. Mm, yeah, 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 certainly, yeah, yeah. But yes, it's not uncommon, certainly in Japan, to make quite large purchases in cash.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I, went
0: to go get my car worked on. Mm. Uh, this was a while ago, but like I needed, I needed yep. new. I think I, like, I think I got uh, new brakes. Yep. So, so like rotors and pads and all that all around mm, and mm. and it it ended up being I think uh almost two hundred thousand yen. Yep. So so a little bit under two thousand US to mm. to get. I mean it was brakes and then a couple other things. So yeah. It ended up it ended up being quite a bit. Um, yep. But yeah, I just thought it was funny because the guy asked me, he's like would you be paying with cash or or credit?" Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like ah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't carry two thousand dollars with me <laughs> everywhere I go, so I'll be using credit. Thanks.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But but yeah, yeah. the fact that he, he even asked, you know, just kind of thought was kind of funny. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, yeah. certainly. So so there's that. Uh, the mm. the rebate thing will end, and then also from the first yep. of July, Japan. On a national level, we'll char- start charging for plastic bags at the grocery store. Yes, sir. It will be between 3 to 5 yen per bag. Mm. Um. Although, I think a lot of supermarkets are already did.
1: Yes, yes, it varies by supermarket, doesn't it? Yeah. But you're right, I think a lot of supermarkets do.
0: Yeah, so a lot of supermarkets already did, but... Basically, in uh, in about a week, it'll be more universal. Yeah. Uh, although there's an exception, right? I think if the bag is made from, uh, like, I for, I forget what the number is, but I think it's like twenty or thirty uh, percent hmm. recycled materials.
1: Oh, then they don't have to charge you.
0: Then they don't have to charge. I mean, they they can if they want to, but
1: well, that's interesting, isn't it? So
0: there's uh there's a couple of. Uh, grocery store chains or maybe they're convenience stores that i I can't remember Mm. which ones but a a couple of them are are going to continue providing free bags because they use the uh, recycled materials
1: yeah that is interesting yeah and I, i read that some sort of um you know restaurants and places other types of places that use plastic bags will be changing the material instead of continuing to use plastic bags Oh, you know, for oh, example, so it's uh, a it's, resta- and it's and restaurants
0: things. as well, then the plastic bag thing.
1: Uh yes, I believe oh, so. Okay, okay. I, I thought it believe was the stores. So. I hope I'm not mistaken in that. Well it may-
0: it makes sense, but mm.
1: yes. I actually have so the type of bags that will be exempt from these new charges are mm-hmm. obviously paper and cloth bags. But also right. plastic. Plastic bags that do not have a handle. Plastic bags. Yes. Plastic bags where the contents are a, like a prize or a sample. So things you give away basically.
0: So not non-food items maybe or not? Well, I guess it's kind of different huh?
1: Yes. Yes. Or like, I'm, I'm not sure if this would fall under the example, but say if someone on the street hands you, a little thing, and it has in it some tissues or whatever, but it comes in a oh, little bag. Oh,
0: okay, okay.
1: Um, or some samples of beauty, cosmetic cosmetic products, perhaps.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: fukubukuro, like lucky bags, as they're called in Japan. The- oh,
0: God, I hate those.
1: <laughs> the New Year's tradition here, where instead of yeah. New Year's or Christmas sales, they sell these Fukubukuro, which is where you buy a bag... The idea being it's a bargain price for the contents, but you don't know what the contents are,
0: yeah, so basically the whatever shit that they have left over they they throw it in a bag and then sell it,
1: yes, yes, yeah. exactly, so lucky bags and other kinds of bags where the product where the bag is considered part of the product, if that makes sense,
0: mm okay.
1: Plastic bags that are thick and that you can use many times. And uh,
0: oh, okay. So, like, uh, what they're called—they call them echo bags over here. Yes,
1: or like bags for life as well. I've heard them called.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And also bags that—and this sounds like what you were, refer, were referring to—bags that are environmentally friendly, such as those that will, what do you call it, disintegrate mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. in the ocean. What's the word? Not disintegrate.
0: Biodegradable?
1: Yes, yes, that's the word I was looking for, exactly. So, visitors to Japan. You better watch out. Yes, sir. Is this just me? Or have you found that in supermarkets in Japan, the ones where they give you the free bags, I always Mm -hmm. find they're very stingy with the bags?
0: Oh, yeah, certainly, yeah. (laughs) Like...
1: They'll give you the absolute minimum amount bags that you can just about cram everything into. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like uh, your bag will be overflowing, but I uh, will not uh, not overflowing, not quite, but just on the cusp of overflowing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But but I'll, I'll, you know the other side of the coin is
1: every mm. once
0: in a while I I get way too many bags.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Every once tend- in a while. Yes, I do try to use the ones where you, you know, I have uh, cloth bags. Mm-hmm, and I do try yeah, to take yeah. my own bags because otherwise the plastic bags just build up in the house, you know.
0: Mm-hmm, certainly, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's my little spiel on lifestyle changes that will be coming in uh, about a week from now.
1: Sounds good. Some useful yeah. information. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the... Tragic case of the crossbow killer. Okay. This actually happened a few weeks ago on June 4th. However, we had other stories to talk about in previous episodes of The Real Japan. So we're just getting to it now. But yep, we decided so here we are. did still want to cover it because of the notable nature of this particular crime. Mm-hmm. So Hideaki Nozu, 23 years old, killed his grandmother, his mother and his younger brother and seriously wounded his aunt on the morning of the 4th of June in Takarazuka city Hyogo with a crossbow or a bow gun as they're called in Japanese Mm -hmm. now for listeners that aren't from Japan Takarazuka is a small kind of city in western Japan with a population of about 220,000 people it's well known for the takarazuka review an all-female musical theater troupe have you ever seen the takarazuka review
0: no no i've never been no
1: no me neither i have been to takarazuka a few times the city but i've never Mm -hmm. seen the the musical theater there although they have a distinct look don't they because it's all female so the woman playing male roles Use right, quite right. sort of notable, distinct makeup.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a very distinct look. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yes, sir. Well, the this terrible crime, crossbow killer. Uh, this crime happened in a residential area in the southwest of the city at around 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. It started when uh, the killers. Uh, Hideaki, when his aunt, who is not named in the articles, but she... So I'll just refer to her as the aunt, but she ran to a neighbor's house and kind of rang the bell and said, It's me, Nozu. I've been shot by my nephew. Please let me in. The neighbor opened the door to let her in and was shocked to find that she had an arrow sticking into her neck or sort of sticking in below her right ear and apparently sticking out on the left side. Oof. Damn. Yeah, awful. So this kind neighbor let her in and immediately called 119 or 911, basically. Mm -hmm. And at that point, the aunt... Seemed very relieved and kneeled down kind of on the spot, according to the article that I read. Now, what happened was, on the day of this crime, Hideaki, he had previously, earlier that morning, called his aunt and his mother and told them to come over to his grandmother's place. His mother, uh, Mayumi, and her two sons, uh, Hideaki, the perpetrator of this crime and Hideyuki, his younger brother, the victim Mm. or a victim of this crime, they live separately to their mother. So they live with their grandmother, Yoshimi. And their mother uh, lived about 500 meters away by herself in an apartment. So Mayumi, Mm. the mother, lived separately. And Hideaki called his aunt and his mother and told them to come over to Yoshimi's place the grandmother's place where they where the the two boys and the grandmother lived
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: now this aunt she cycled over and she was wearing a cycling helmet and it seems this cycling helmet may have saved her life oh i'm not a hundred percent clear on this but it does seem the implication from the articles i read is that she was still wearing it at the time when she was shot Mm -hmm, and it saved mm -hmm. her life but by contrast tragically Mayumi, the mother, Yoshimi, and the grandmother were killed in the apartment when they were shot in the head with this crossbow by Hideaki. The brother, yeah. the younger brother Hideyuki, was shot twice, uh, and he was confirmed dead seven hours later at the hospital. So you know the, the ambulance team did get him out, but then he sadly died yeah, later. Yeah. Damn. It appears that Hideaki, this 23-year-old man, shot his grandmother in this order. he Apparently, it seems, according to the article I read, he shot his grandmother, his brother, his aunt, the one who survived, mm. then his mother. He used five arrows, that's one for each, and two yeah. for his brother. Or bolts, mm. I suppose they're called, right? For a crossbow.
0: Right, bolts, yeah. Mm.
1: So he didn't miss a single shot. And it also appears a kind of cowardly move from this scumbag. He shot them in the back of the head from close range, and there were no signs of resistance to any of these uh, bolts, any of these hits. So mm-hmm. it seems he took them by surprise, The using a crossbow that was made overseas, so not in Japan, about 70 right. centimetres wide with a 50... With fifty centimetre long bolts. So apparently this, among crossbows, which obviously I know nothing about, but
0: oh yeah, me would... neither. Only thing I know is from uh, Walking hmm. Dead. Oh, <laughs> do they use a crossbow in that? Yeah, Dar- yeah. Daryl uses the crossbow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, well, apparently, and I mean, a fifty centimetre long bolt sounds long. So, and apparently this was indeed quite a large and deadly kind of crossbow. Okay. So while this, so the the aunt escaped and went to ring the neighbor's bell, as I mentioned, and and the neighbor kindly let her in. And during this time, Hideaki waited outside in the street in front of the house, wearing, you know, a t shirt and jeans, apparently. According to the article I read, he had a kind of just blank expression on his face. The police soon arrived at the scene, and they said, Omae ga yatan ka? Like, did you do it? Was it you? Yeah. And he indicated, yes, it was him. And he was led away by police, according to the quote from a neighbor mm-hmm, in this article. And according to the article, he later told police he wanted to kill all the members of his family. And he had a kind of grudge against them. Irami, do you think that's fair to say a, a grudge against them?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So obviously quite a tragic crime here. Uh, uh, Young man who killed, you know, his mother and his grandmother and his younger brother and tried to kill his aunt.
0: Must have have been some grudge.
1: Yes, sir. Well, we'll go into his past a little bit now. However, Mm. the motive for this crime is not quite clear. According to the article I read he obviously had some kind of anger at his family, which we'll go into, and he has been answering the police's questions, but his story doesn't always make sense, it seems. Mm -hmm. He said his family were blaming him for breaking a promise with his mother, but it's not quite clear what that refers to.
0: Well, it's probably safe to say that he's not exactly, uh, he's not all there if... uh... He's no. gunning down family members with a
1: crossbow. Yes, yes, it does seem that way, certainly. Yeah. Let's go into the past or the history of this family a little bit. So as I mentioned, Hideaki and his younger brother, who was the or one of the victims in this crime, Hideyuki, they lived with their grandmother, Yoshimi. The, Yoshimi moved to those apartments or the... the the place—it's like a kind of terraced house, I guess you would say in the UK, like a long house and split into separate residences. Oh, okay,
0: okay, yeah.
1: I'm not sure what you would call that. What would you call that in the US? I don't
0: know. So it's it's a hmm. rental property, or
1: oh, I'm not sure if it's rented. It? If they rented that particular property, call it
0: like a like a multi-family home, maybe. Yes, I'm, I'm yeah, not something sure, like
1: but... that. Yes. Anyway, it's like a long building split into separate houses. Yeah. Um, So Yoshimi moved there from Itami City in 1995. And as I mentioned, the mother, Mayumi, she was described as being kind of quite a beautiful, attractive woman with very long hair and sort of looked younger than she was. Okay. Generally taken to be in her late 30s or early 40s when she was actually in her late 40s. Yeah, yeah. You know, described as being feminine, light pink. She lived away, uh, she lived separately to the two boys, her sons and the grandmother, her mother, about 500 meters away though. So she visited often together with her aunt, yeah, uh, sorry, yeah. uh, her sister, who was Versus the boy's the road. aunt. Exactly, yes. There's no talk of the father. It seems the father left when the two boys were still very young. The, you know, the father mm. doesn't come into this story at all. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently the reason the boys lived separately to their mother was because they often fought with their mother. Okay, so they didn't exactly get along to begin with. Exactly, yes. And they had been living with their grandmother, you know, for about five years or so prior to the incident. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, when Hideaki is sort of in his late teens, maybe 17 or 18, and Hideyuki's younger brother a year younger,
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: There may have been signs of their temper because apparently they, I'm not. Now, here's the thing. When we uh, read articles in Japanese, like they don't always refer specifically to who it is. And in this case, there was a quote from a neighbor where they referred to the grandson, just Magal, But it wasn't clear if that's one grandson or both of them.
0: Mm-hmm. right right
1: or which one it's referring to but a neighbor yeah, said it could that, be
0: referring to either or or both or exactly not real clear yeah
1: exactly so a neighbor said that either or both of the grandsons took away the grandmother's mobile phone and forbade her from contacting mayumi the mm. boy's mother i mean who knows how true this is this is a quote in a kind yeah, of tabloid yeah. magazine that i read So the boys, they were born in, you know, 1996 and Hideaki and his younger brother born just a year later in
0: 1997.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, They learned karate when they were younger. I'm mentioning that because it does come back um, because Hideyuki, they, they both stopped learning karate later on after a few years. But then Hideyuki did pick it up later on. Again, he restarted. However, it, it seems that the family kind of struggled for money. You know, you have a single mother supporting these, these two boys. Mm-hmm. And the aunt, uh, the Mayumi's sister, did support the family. She sort of gave them money, particularly, it seems, paying for the boys' school fees. Uh, oh. After middle school, the two boys both went to private schools uh, private high schools. They went to different private high schools, but as I said, both uh, private high schools. Hideaki went to a school in Sanda City. You know, a little bit of a smaller city, but quite nearby to to Takarazuka. Yeah, yeah. The, However, despite the aunt's help, Mayumi did declare bankruptcy around two years before this incident. Mm. and moved to a rented apartment. You know, it does seem, like I said, that she probably struggled with paying the school fees. At this point, it would have been the boy's university fees.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Yeah. So, let's go now into the personality of Hideaki, the perpetrator of this crime. He's described as kind of a choshimono in Japanese, which is... What would you say? It's kind of like someone that gets carried away or someone that likes to be the center of attention, perhaps?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate, yeah.
1: Yeah, apparently he... One classmate in this article mentioned that when... He remembered that when they went on a class trip to Kyoto, Hideaki threw a stone at Kinkakuji, the Temple of the Golden Pavilion, and was told off for it by the teacher...
0: I mean, uh, rightfully so i think
1: oh yes certainly yeah. yes so perhaps he had he had difficulty controlling his emotions perhaps who knows
0: yeah could be
1: yeah apparently he was quick to anger again according to another quote in this article he said things like i'll kill you to his classmates but at the same time he amused his classmates um you know as i said he kind of liked to be the, he was quiet but he liked to be the center of attention it seemed He had a a kind of a class clown type figure, maybe perhaps insecure. Uh, That's my interpretation, but who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He worked at a a gas stand for his uh, part-time job, and he became quite serious about going to university towards the end of his time in high school, and studied fairly hard, it seems, and he did indeed succeed in getting into Kobe Gakuin University, a private university. Mm-hmm. However, it was not long after that that his mother declared bankruptcy when he was in his second year or so. I'm not sure of the exact timing, but it was a- around then. And around this time, he became a hikikom- hikikomori, a kind of recluse.
0: Yeah, a hermit almost.
1: A hermit almost. He was yeah. still going to classes, it seems. But apparently he told a classmate that although he might speak to some people if he was in this happened to be in the same class with him, he did not have any friends, basically. No, he didn't meet anyone outside of university. Mm. He, you know, he did have a few sort of friends, it seems sort of from his high school days. And I don't know, maybe he made a few in university, but he gradually sort of cut his friends out of his life. It seems stopped replying to their line messages and things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: just became more and more of a, a, a recluse, yeah. which is a quite large social problem here in Japan where people just yeah, retreat is. into their into their rooms, into their own private world and don't socialize at all. Mm-hmm. Then after his mother declared bankruptcy around April 2019, he was unable to afford to pay his school fees. This Kobe Gakuin University is a private university, and he was unable to pay his school fees for the first semester. So he left school, and he was officially removed from the school's register. Uh, what would you call that? Unenrolled, I suppose? In
0: Yeah, or, or took, a, took a break, maybe, or I don't know.
1: Yes, in September of that year, after he failed to pay his fees for the second semester. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, interestingly enough, it seems that he never actually bothered to sort of check the correspondence from the university. And according to a quote in the article I read, the, he told when investigators sort of started their initial questioning, he told them he was a fourth year university student, but they went away and checked that and they told him yeah. he wasn't on the register at that school. And according to the article I read, he sort of said, oh, well, then I'm, I suppose I'm just counted as unemployed.
0: So he's uh, seems like he's lost touch with reality
1: almost. It does seem quite that yeah. way. Now, I just want to quickly touch on his younger brother, Hideyuki, another victim of the crime alongside his mother and his grandmother and his aunt, who was seriously injured. Because it's quite interesting that Hideyuki seems different to Hideaki in some respects in his personality. He restarted karate, as I mentioned, and the teacher of the karate school that he went to described him as very well-mannered.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, apparently,
1: he dated a single mother and he talked about wanting to marry the mother so he could sort of become the children's stepfather.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: give them a good home it seems like perhaps he may I mean this is complete speculation on my part totally reading into it but perhaps he held some kind of grudge also or some kind of bad feelings about the difficult or unstable home life he had been brought up in and he wanted to give his stepchild or stepchildren a a better upbringing
0: yeah could be yeah
1: he was intending to become an um, architect he was going to an architect school, or kenshik senmon gakkou. Mm-hmm. He didn't. So Hideaki sort of was seemed quite withdrawn, as I said, despite wanting to be the centre of attention, perhaps. But uh, Hideyuki, his younger brother, apparently he talked about his emotions and talked negatively about his family, to you know friends and people in the karate school. He mm-hmm. apparently hated his brother. He said he was very strange and dark. And he also mm-hmm. talked negatively about his mother, according to the article, saying that, you know, when people asked why he wasn't quick to return home from his karate class, he apparently mentioned that, you know, sort of in an offhand manner that, oh, his mother was probably seeing some man so he didn't need to go home anytime soon.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: You know, that's kind of more or less all we have on the history of the family. As I said, it's not the motive, the exact motive for the crime. It's not clear. It does seem, certainly, as you said, that Hideaki kind of had some sort of break from reality.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Just a final thing. Apparently, he doesn't seem remorseful at all. And he has a healthy appetite in jail and is even doing training to try and get stronger. What, what do you think? Do you have any ideas about the possible motive for this terrible, tragic crime? Do you think it was just all the stress of having to drop out of school? He sort of snapped, or do you think there was anything else going on, perhaps? Do you think he was just oh, that,
0: insane yeah, enough? It's, uh, yeah, that's yeah, what it sounds like. It sounds like he just kind of... Something, mm. something snapped, and... Uh, mm. Yeah, and he thought, like, somehow it was it was justified in his mind to yeah, to take his revenge on these horrible people in his life and kill them all.
1: Yeah. 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 Do you think there could be any, any meaning to that apparent quote in the article? It could just be a misquote or something, but that he broke some kind of promise with his mother. Yeah. Well, I I guess
0: I don't know. It's uh, mm. it, my my guess would be that th- there probably was some promise, yeah, that he broke. Yeah, but we have really like it might have been just it might have been something as simple as he forgot to take out the trash.
1: Yeah, know? yeah. It, it
0: might have been something as simple as that, and for for whatever reason it just kind of blew up and yeah yeah
1: yeah i mean it's a really tragic story this uh mother as i said described as being quite you know sort of young looking and and um beautiful woman mm-hmm. struggled to raise you know two boys on her own, more or less. I mean, yeah, of course, with yeah. her aunt and her, her mother, her, the boy's grandmother's support, but yeah, sort of killed in this awful fashion, taken by surprise, it seems, by, you know, one of her sons sort of sneaking yeah, up behind own, the family and Her own shooting blood, him. man. Yeah, it's awful, yeah. isn't it? Do you think he will get the death penalty?
0: Well, he, that's what, he... Killed three and mm. severely injured one
1: yeah it does it seems certainly yeah. premeditated as well the way he called his uh his mother and his aunt to grandmother's house,
0: yeah, yeah, and that coupled with um the fact that he doesn't seem sorry for it at all mm. i think that's, yeah uh, especially in in Japan, I think the Japanese criminal justice system yeah. seems to place uh very heavy emphasis on the existence of remorse or or lack thereof
1: yeah yes
0: um especially when it comes to if the the choice between the death penalty or not yes that's a yes. pretty pretty big factor um just just based on news coverage i've seen in the past yes um, but yeah since if the remorse is not there then and with the number of people he killed and with the like you said the premeditation factor and everything yeah it looks like yeah he might uh he might be sent to the was the the gallows the gallows yeah yeah sent Cause, to hang yeah cuz yeah cuz over here it's um it's hanging only right i think in japan
1: I believe so i'm not 100% sure on that perhaps we could Talk about the death penalty in Japan at some yeah. some time, but yes, that's that's all I've ever heard about is the
0: is death by hanging here. Yeah, so, yeah. It looks like he might be a uh, a prime candidate to to get hung. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, I mean, if that is the case, he will probably spend the next ten years or so, more or less, in solitary confinement, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the government will quietly execute him that seems to be how it goes they normally do it quite quietly it seems just yeah, on a certain and, day you um, know yeah
0: um yeah just on on a related note the one mm. interesting thing which personally yep. i think is kind of messed up but uh you mm. you the, the the people who get executed yep they never know when right yes
1: so they have the threat of it hanging over them
0: yeah, like the only when the only time you find out your mm. date is the morning of. Yeah, yeah. So every morning they gotta wake up and wonder if today is the day. Yep. Which um, I th- I think a lot of like human rights organizations call that, mm. and and I would tend to agree that it's like cruel and unusual mm. punishment for someone to have to live like that you know wake up every morning and wonder if today you're going to get the the knock on your door
1: yeah 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 the um oh crossbow's legal in japan i suppose they must be if you was able to acquire one i guess so
0: like you you may need some kind of license maybe but even uh, well probably not doesn't seem that way at least based on the coverage i've seen
1: yeah, certainly. As I mentioned, very, very rare and strange kind of crime. This awful crime of family member shooting his his family with a crossbow.
0: Yeah, yeah. Certainly, quite, the first I've heard of such a crime.
1: Yeah, and and quite gruesome as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully the aunt recovers. And yeah, this scumbag will probably spend the rest of his days in jail yep Yep. locked up behind bars
0: yeah which is um that's a just a sad situation he's a young man you know he could have done anything Mm. but yep he finds himself in in this creating this kind of massacre situation
1: yes sir yes sir oh well on that tragic note shall we wrap up for today
0: yeah, I think we'll we'll wrap it up. Um, so, as per usual, you can find the Real Japan Guys, which is Kenzo and Ferg. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Our username is Real Japan Guys, or you can check out our website at thereal.jp, or email us at mail at thereal.jp. JP. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And with uh, with that being said, we will see everyone again next week. Goodbye, listeners. Bye-bye.